0: listener
1: production. Not a happy Friday for share markets with stocks sliding for a second day.
0: And what's coming out next week that could impact interest rates.
1: Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Friday, the 20th of October. (laughs) Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura.
0: Hi, Stevie.
1: Took a while to get that date out. (laughs) Just wanted to make sure I had the the right one. (laughs) wasn't saying the wrong day and date.
0: It was even more comical watching you and your (laughs) facial expressions.
1: Well, unfortunately, that's where the the funny part of the podcast ends ends, Mm. and the sad part begins because the market really struggled today. 1.1% lower overall. Two straight days, we've had very heavy declines on markets.
0: Very, very heavy. And that's led us to be on track to have our worst week in a month.
1: Mm, so I have to whisper it because I'm scared did. to
0: say it out loud.
1: <laughs> guess it gets worse on Monday. I guess, yeah. <laughs> but look, we hit a two-week low. We got very close to cracking that 11-month low that we briefly hit at the start of October. We did bounce off the lows of the day because at one stage our market was down almost one and a half percent, and then recovered in the final three hours of trade. So keep that in mind. But. Overall, a not pretty challenging much, week. Yeah, not by much. Definitely and it was, not by much. So we'll look at some of the drivers for the week maybe a bit later, but there have been a lot of things, moving parts and reasons why the market has fallen back so much. But perhaps we should touch on how sectors have done today firstly.
0: Just before we jump into sectors, I do want to mention that we are still below 7,000 points for the second day in a row. So we did touch there last week. I think we were there for about... A week in total then we jumped above seven thousand, and now we've been back below for two straight sessions but in terms of sector performance today 10 of the 11 sectors are declining we're only seeing energy stocks really lifting and not by too much they're up by currently 0.4 percent but what's really weighing on the market is the miners and also the banks because they do make up such a large portion of the asx 200 index together about half of it actually
1: yeah. So let's take a look at the week overall. I think at the top of the list, or at least one of the main things happening was the focus on bond yields, concerns about high rates as well, because in the US, the 10-year treasury yield, which we don't speak about very often in no. the afternoon podcast, actually hit a fresh 16-year high. And that's important for borrowing costs. It makes things more expensive for businesses to borrow and consumers as well, but also can make bonds more attractive for some investors because their bond yields over there, the 10 years, have hit 5% in the United States for the first time in a while. So that certainly has been one driver. What else do you think has been key this week?
0: Stronger than expected data out of the US Mm. just showing that its economy is still very strong, very resilient. Even though we've had all of this monetary policy tightening, it still hasn't been enough mm. to cool its economy. Mm,
1: exactly. So we had updates on the American property market, on retail spending as well, as you say that's been quite robust. We've also had of course the escalating conflict in Gaza, which has created, you know, certain movements in markets especially when it comes to oil. Oil prices have been lifting, and that's part of the reason why energy stocks have been standouts, including today. And then also gold prices have been on the way up, and we've had a number of major gold producers really standing out. And of course, at home here, we had the minutes from the Reserve Bank board earlier in the week, and that surprising drop in the Aussie jobless rate.
0: Exactly. And that was at 3.6% when Mm -hmm. we were expecting to see it at 3.7%. There was that unexpected drop in jobs added, though 6,700 instead of the 20,000 that we thought we were going to get. So it was a little bit of a mixed job Mm -hmm. report, but I guess all eyes will now shift to next week, which will be those key quarterly inflation figures, which we'll get to at the end of this podcast. But yeah, those are the main things. Also the data out of China that also impacted our market this week, but more in a positive tone because it was a little bit better than we expected.
1: So let's look at stocks because there are a few to get through. Liontown received a lot of attention today. This is a lithium group. It came back online for the first time this week. So it's been in a trading halt and suspended for the past four days, 32% lower when it came back on the market. And this is because the world's largest lithium company. The US group Albemarle walked away from its $6.6 billion takeover for the company over the past week. Liontown took some time out to gather its thoughts and announce next steps from here. So basically, it secured about $1.2 billion in funding for one of its major lithium projects in WA, and it needed that money to develop the project to first production, where it goes from just developing it to actually digging lithium out of the ground and selling it.
0: Shares of Linus Rare Earths have been lower today as well after releasing quite a mixed quarterly report. Its sales declined about 22% from the same time last year. This was due to lower prices of Rare Earths and also higher inventory levels. Production was a little higher, though, and the company also announced plans to shut down its operations in Malaysia during the December quarter, and that will start from mid-November, and that was due to licensing issues, which will impact its output. So this wasn't great news for investors, It shares currently down around 1.6%.
1: We know that during the pandemic, we didn't go to the cinema very often or hotels overall, right? That really was one of the hardest hit um, types of businesses globally. And event hospitality was really hit hard over that period as well. So it owns hotels, chains like Ridges and QT. It also is behind event cinemas as well. And today it came out and uh, with an update and said it's expecting record quarter, a record quarter of profits over the past three months. So it shares 2.4% higher.
0: I just wanted to mention Newcrest as well. Even though the gold miners were a bit of a bright spot today, Newcrest shares actually fell ahead of them delisting next Thursday, the 26th of October, which is of course due to the $26 billion takeover by Canadian gold miner Newmont. So the last piece of the puzzle was getting approval from the Australian Federal Court and lodging that approval with ASIC, and that was done earlier this week. So eligible Newcrest shareholders got $1.10 US paid out in the form of a special dividend on Wednesday and they'll receive 0.4 shares in Newmont for every Newcrest share they held. But still, Newcrest shares were down today.
1: Blue Scope Steel managing to lift slightly today. And this was interesting because it actually warned that its profits are probably going to be a little lower than it previously thought. It blamed this on lower steel prices in the United States. Keep in mind that even though it rose about 0.9% today, it's had a pretty rough couple of days heading into today. So it's still down about 4% this week.
0: Insignia financial shares declined after announcing its CEO will step down early next year after 20 years with the company. So they ended up being the second worst performer, down almost 13% behind Liontown.
1: And Paladin, the uranium miner, up a good 3.1% today. It basically said that it's making progress on reopening a mine in Namibia and that it's on budget and on time as well.
0: So let's look ahead. Before we do, though, I just want to mention the market is shut now. We Mm -hmm. declined by... 81 points, 1.2% to 6,900 points.
1: Yeah, and this means over the week down 150 points or 2.1% for the ASX 200. So quite a challenging one. And the worst week we've had since around mid-September. So not great. So let's look forward to tonight because there are a few things to watch. But really next week's going to be much busier, isn't it? We've got American Express, SLB. They'll both be out with some quarterly earnings and really no economic data of note tonight.
0: No, nothing of note tonight, but next week is going to be a really busy one. So here in Australia, we'll get that quarterly inflation data coming Mm -hmm. out. That's really going to be crucial.
1: Absolutely. So that's on Wednesday, 11.30am Sydney time. That will be really the the final very important piece of the puzzle when it comes to whether or not we'll get a rate hike on Melbourne Cup Day. At the moment, markets are pricing in a 25% chance of a rate hike. So the bigger that number is the more likely we are to get an increase.
0: Exactly, and it's expected to be a little bit higher due to the lift in oil prices, yeah. Mm-hmm,
1: exactly. On Tuesday, we've also got your mate Michi B, um, oh, Michelle yes, Bullock. B. She'll be um, delivering a... 7
0: p.m. Uh, yeah, Tuesday talk. night.
1: Yep, so straight after work, as soon yep. as you get home, you can... Perhaps tune in, tune in.
0: Can't wait.
1: You might even be there, perhaps the global markets conference. Yeah, at maybe PM. I'll just
0: stay back a little while.
1: <laughs> There's <laughs> lots of other stuff to watch as well. The AGM season is going to really ramp up, yeah, where companies meet with their investors. So, plenty of really big names. We'll talk about that next week.
0: There's also flash PMIs coming out across the globe, a real-time indicator of how businesses are doing. Weekly consumer confidence is also coming out.
1: Lots of major US companies out with their profit results as well. So things are going to the next level when it comes to the earnings season there. So stocks like Alphabet, which is behind Google. We've got Microsoft, uh, Visa, MasterCard, Boeing, and many, many more that will tell investors, how they've done recently.
0: Just back home quickly, we do have New Hope trading ex-dividend on Monday as well. 30 cents per share, that includes a special dividend that'll be paid out on the 7th of November. And then over in the US, two main things coming out, a read on how its economy is growing or how it grew over the third quarter, Mm -hmm. but the PCE deflator, that's what's on Friday.
1: A nice catchy name there. It's one of the more important updates on US inflation that will be out Friday night. Correct. So, on that note, everyone, hope you had a good week. Hope your weekend's even better. And we'll do this again on Monday.
0: Can't wait.